Hi, this is Jamie Crawford with Breakthrough Ministries. Thanks for downloading our Wow God podcast. Make sure you subscribe to get our latest podcast. We appreciate your partnership. It helps keep our ministry going. We hope you enjoy our podcast. Today I want to share on our podcast with my father-in-law, William Williams. He is from Colorado, and I want him to share his testimony with you today. The Bible says in Revelation chapter number 12 and verse number 11, it's, they overcame them by the blood of the Lamb and the word of their testimony. And today I want him to share his life testimony of how God changed his life and what God is doing for him today. So, William, today we want to welcome you on our podcast, and I want you just to share your heart uh, of your testimony of how God changed your life and how Jesus came into your heart and became Lord of your life. Uh, Just share your story with us today, if you would. Well, I I was hadn't went to church. Uh, we, well, my family never did go to church. We never did go to church. We was God conscious, but never did go to church. And I, uh, I left home at a young age, and uh, went to Paradox, Colorado, and uh, got a job on a ranch after I got out of out of school. And uh, we was uh, we was. Just me and my brother, two brothers was down there. Well, actually, three brothers, Jim, Ira, and Mike, and me. We was all working in Paradox, and uh, me and my brother, Jim, we uh, we had talked some about what would happen if we was to die. Where would we go? Would we go to heaven or would we go to hell? We never did. Uh, we just was just thinking about it and talking about it. So we decided to go talk to uh, a guy that went to church. One of the guys that we worked for had uh, was going to a Mormon church. So we thought, well, we'll go and and talk to him and see what see what we have to do about. Uh, if we die, where we'd go, you know, if we'd go to heaven or we'd go to, to hell. So he didn't explain nothing. He handed us, a, handed us a Book of Mormon and said, well, you read that, and then you come back, and we'll baptize you. So me and my brother Jim was walking back to the, to the, to the farm where we worked, and and I said, you know, I don't think I want to be a Mormon. I don't think that's right. So we took the Book of Mormon that he gave us. He gave us both books, and we was going by a creek, so we just throw dinner. And I said, there ain't no way we're going to be, you know, do anything. So <clears throat> we went to work and kept working. And then one day, I had a little time off, and I had a little car with a lot of uh, noise it was had some pipes and we went by this old schoolhouse and uh, and then I'd just turn around and come back and made them pipes roar and this guy the 
guy run out on the street or out on the road and said, uh, try to stop me. And I told my brother, uh, after I went down and found them, I told them, this crazy guy up at the schoolhouse run, all, run out in the middle of the road and I almost run over him. And my, uh, my younger brother, Mike, he said, oh, that's that holy roller preacher. He said, he's holding revival down there. And he, so I told my brother, I said, well, I told them all. I said, well, let's just go on down there. I said, Dad used to say that, uh, that on them holy rollers, they'd take and lock the doors and the windows and then get you down and beat you and make you join their, their church. And I thought, me and my brothers, we could whip anybody out there. So me and Jim... We decided to go to the revival that night, and that night there was nobody there but me and my brother and the preacher and his wife, and they sat down and talked to us and gave us the plan of salvation, and we uh, we accepted the Lord. We knelt and prayed, and then on on the way to the cabin where we was living, we just bought bought a carton of cigarettes <laughs> and so we just uh we th we threw them away we said well you know this ain't right we don't need to do this so but these preachers that happened to be there they was uh they was coming from a revival from up in utah somewhere around salt lake and they was headed for oklahoma and whenever they they got to this gravel road. The preacher just turned off, and his wife said, "Where are you going?" He said, "I don't, I don't have a clue." He said, "The Lord just told me to turn right here," and so they, they come on down to a little store in Paradox, and uh, he said, "Well, I'm going in and buy some food." He said, "That's going to be all of our money." He said, "We don't have any more money," so as he was getting up onto the porch to go into the store this lady was telling the guy that owned the store that if there was a uh, anybody around that knew how to build a house she wanted a house built so the preacher said well I can build a house he said I'm a carpenter so she said well whenever you get done buying your groceries she told him where he lived where she lived she said come on by and we'll uh I'll give you a, a uh, I'll talk to you about building a house. So when he got done, he went down and, and uh, went to her place where she told him to go. And she said, uh, I need a house. So he said, well, he said, I can build it. And she said, okay, can you start in the morning? He said, yeah. And she said, do you have a place to stay? And he said, no, I just come in to I just got here, and she said, well, I got a house that's uh, furnished, and it just sat and empty. She said, uh, if you want to, she said, you can live in there until you build my house. So he said, well, you don't even know me. And she said, well, I trust you. So so he went to leave. So she asked him, she said, do you have any money? And he said, no. So she said, well, I'll give you $50. No, I said, you don't have to do that. And she said, yeah, I'll give you $50. So she did. And um, so that's how they got got started. That he 
found the schoolhouse, and while he's building a house, he uh, started the revival, and that's where we uh, where we went and give our heart to the Lord. And uh, from that, my uh, oldest brother Jim, my younger er, brother before me, uh, he got saved, and then my younger brother. After he got out of the Navy, he got saved, so all three of us. And that's where, uh, where whenever God tells you to do something, then, then to do it. And uh, that's how we got saved. So, And uh, during this, all this thing, uh, well, I, I give my heart to the Lord. I, I married, had, had a... Had four kids, actually got five, got one already in heaven. But, and uh, I've got several preachers in our family. I've got three preachers, uh, my son-in-law, and two sons that's uh, ministers. And I've got grandkids that's ministers, nephews that's ministers. So I said, God has really been great to me. What a past powerful testimony you've already shared with us today, William. I have another question. What stirred your passion to pursue Christ at the beginning of your relationship with Him? Well, I'll tell you what. I, uh, I don't know what stirred my passion. I, uh, I wasn't expecting anything. That's all I wanted to do is... is uh, give my heart to the Lord. I uh, I didn't expect anything. I didn't expect any great thing. I said, I just I just love the Lord. I said I don't, you know, I wasn't expecting a big howdy or nothing else. I said I just uh, just wanted to serve God. I said, so I don't know if that would be stirring. Just the Holy Ghost, I guess, stirred me, and that's what was stirring me. So that's uh, and and whenever I did get saved, I I I really I guess you'd say I got saved. I didn't want to just be halfway. Uh, I've I've had uh, I've known people that would go to church, and in a few weeks or months they'd be right back doing the same thing. I did not want none of that. I wanted to serve the Lord. My biggest thing was I wanted to make heaven. I wanted to be with the Lord. And so I guess I would say that the Holy Ghost gave me the passion to love God. So uh, that that's, that's my passion. William, I want to share another question with you. How does the passion that you had back then still stir inside of you today? How is it still happening today for you? Well, I think that my my passion is greater today than it was whenever I first got saved. Uh, my thought is I know more. Whenever I first got saved, I didn't know nothing about the Lord. 
now I know the blessings. I know the the hand that keeps me from doing things that probably not not right. Not saying that I'm a perfect guy, but my passion is being the best I can for the Lord and always uh, wonder, am I doing right in the sight of God? In fact, I ask him daily probably uh, to let me be a blessing to the kingdom and to the people I get in, go in contact with. So my bless, I guess my passion is seeing souls saved more so than whenever I first got saved. I, I know truly where I'm going, and I have no, no desire to go back. William, I have one more question for you. What would, you, what would be your word of advice to the next generation? My word of advice would be to, at a young age, keep your heart open to the things of God uh, and serve Him as young as you can. I mean, give your heart to Him as soon as you can and and live for Him. Don't just take and uh, just say, I'm a Christian and then go do everything else, actually serve him and and keep your mind truly on God and he'll see you through. I know from experience that's what he did for me. And if you keep your heart, what would you say, soft toward the things of God, he'll honor you. But if you dishonor him, he'll dishonor you. That's that's my advice, to, to serve him at a young age and serve him all your life. Thank you for sharing your story with us today, William. Today I want to speak to the listeners. If you do not have Jesus as your personal Savior, and you want him in your heart today, the Bible says today is the day of salvation, and I want to lead you in a prayer that will give you everlasting life. Just repeat this prayer after me. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me of all my sins. Wash me with your blood. Make me whiter than snow. Jesus, come into my heart. Be Lord of my life and be my Savior. Thank you, Jesus, for coming into my heart. In Jesus' name, amen. Today, if you prayed that prayer, the Bible says your name has been written in the Lamb's book of life in heaven. Not only that, but the Bible also tells us that there are 10,000 angels rejoicing over your soul. And today, we want to welcome you into the kingdom of God, and we want to pray for you. Father, I thank you for those that have accepted you as their personal Savior. 
I pray that you empower them with the power of the Holy Spirit. I pray you will ignite a fire inside of them, just like you did for William. Father, do it for them in the name of Jesus. God, I pray that, Father, there may be some of them that are sick in their physical body. I pray that, God, as soon as they accepted you into their heart, Lord, I pray that you heal their body today. Father, I just give you the praise. I give you the glory, and I pray that you empower those that have inherited salvation today. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Today, if you receive the Lord into your heart, we want to send you a special gift. It's a book that I've written entitled, Wow God, What Just Happened, the Salvation Edition. It will give you the steps of what to do next after you receive the Lord into your heart. All you have to do is send me an email with your name, your address, and that you receive the Lord into your heart through this podcast. You can find our email on our website at BreakthroughEvangelism.com. We want you to be blessed.